Hey Kurt, this is Richard Wilson from Mad Shelley Films and we have a message for you. This, this is Mad Shelley Films and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto Radio. Hear about us? We just, you know what? We just. But how did you from the coach house? So, so at some point, I told her I said, "He's, he's I said, retired. I work." So I told her I said, so "I let I said, him do all I said, "There's this thing <laughs> called yacht rock." And the very first time I took her to see you, she says, "I didn't even know this was a thing." I said, "Stand by to stand by." <laughs> stand by to right, stand by. And then, and then, right like the wind, right that opening song. Comes oh my in. god! I was like. She was, and then she was, she was by. I was like, I'm, I'm in love. I want to watch this band all the time. But how did you? So you, what did you hear about on Facebook or something? We pay yeah. a lot of money on Facebook oh, yeah. targeted so, ads. Yeah, we know. So, we so it's we nice see, to hear that this is working. It. We see it all. Yeah, we see everything you guys do. Yeah. Is, yeah. What was the first one? I'd like to know, like, what was that bottle that washed up on the shore that made you decide? The, the, you know. the, the uniforms and your. Um, so on your thing where, where you guys are introducing yourself, yeah. you guys are walking up the dock. Oh yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Where you see our so, names yeah. and everything. So so Baba Booey and his brother and, and Sailor Hawking. Oh yeah, Baba Booey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Oh yeah. So I'm looking at this. We going, got Tommy okay. Booey. And, and I'm like laughing. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, she didn't think this. Is, you know, she didn't like, think this was a thing. I'm like, oh my right? god, okay. you are such a lion. Like a certain live skin or something. Oh, I love it. I love it. And then as soon I was like, I lost my voice. And as soon as we left, I'm like, I'm like. Where so are this? we seeing so them we did, again? So we, did, we didn't bring it tonight, but we got the hats and the glasses. Yeah, I, I just did. Oh, I it. asked him, can I wear my hat? And he goes, I don't think this is Not a crowd. It's at yeah. a yacht club. I'm like, but oh, you never know. I'm they so might so be sad. handing out hats. There might be people I, who oh, brought I hats. My, I have we got the hats and the glasses. We have our whistles. We have our glasses. We to find out that Alex here had gone out with Diane. They had gone out to see us play, and they had no idea that we're going to be here tonight. And so, so where are you guys going to be through the winter? Because so we can't see anything. We got a few holiday like have, parties actually. But you have private stuff, right? That's like, that's, that's a good stuff. Stuff. again. Like I already want to book it. Yeah, St. Rock and Hermosa. Well, I think, you know, there's a good chance in the beginning of December at Viper Room. I know it's hot in there. I know it's crowded, but, you know. But you sell that out every time. We do, and so you've got to jump on it. Like, it's ridiculously fast. See, I need to know with those so we can make those plans. So, so Coach House um, sucks for seating, but as far as your sound and stuff and the lights and everything. gorgeous. Our sound guy is so awesome. He toured with uh, Fishbone and all these bands. He's so good. Um, okay, so I gotta ask you. Okay, I love the fact that you. I was talking about Pablo Cruz earlier, and now here yes, you are with this shirt. Yeah, you were. Now, and you happen to be, you know, fan, you know, or you appreciate like oh, just God, the I language of the universe, yeah, love, right? Love, love. Do you find that you follow your intuition? Yes. A lot. Yes. Now, this is what I've noticed: with the folks that follow their intuition, they're tuned into a similar radio station, so to speak. That that when they're tuned into their intuition. They follow the signs of the universe, the omens, the all that beautiful stuff. So when they see stuff like this, Pablo Cruz, a sign, purely a sign, you go, ah, I gotta pay attention to this. This is what brought me over here to talk to you guys. So it's like, when you see that stuff, do you find that it just keeps kind of proving itself to you oh, yes. over and yes. over and over yes. again? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Because, because here, and here's why. So we, we own a 1971 VW bus, right? Oh, so, I so, love those. So here's the rule. You can never be in a bad mood in the bus. I love Here, this. Here's r- rule number two. Oh my God, you got to be At a yacht rock concert, you can never. There's no possible way to be in a bad mood. You're just ever. happy. You're just happy every single time. Oh my God, yeah. I can't tell you how know, how I'm much t- this t- warms t- my heart right now. <laughs> this is our. Thing. This is everything I would actually hope to hear would actually December exist out there in the world. I love that song, and I love like. We do that one sometimes. I know you do sometimes. I've heard, but you didn't do it at Coach House. I know it's a rarity. We throw a little rarity. But it's a mellow one. At Coach House, it was a big show, and I, but I loved every second. I was just like, I was you know, like, maybe I if you love send you emails people. or call those people, say maybe just wipe out the first few seats. Just so people can dance, yeah. you know. Yeah. I don't know if it'll make a difference from us yet. But yet. the sound we'll in there, see. the sound in there is pretty good though. It, it was great the in, there. in there. So what I happened love that place. was we were way over to the side, and I saw the booths, right? And we hadn't been there in years. Um, actually, the last time we had been there prior to you guys, which is what was so important, we decided to have a baby. And she's oh, 17. Yeah. Oh, my God, she's you guys. Yeah. That was the last and we, time. And the, the last 17 time. years. Next time she's 17 was years to see you guys, which is amazing. I love hearing we saw the stories. Bacon this, this we saw the my, Bacon Brothers. We saw the Bacon Brothers at the coach house. And we were leaving. And he goes, he looks at me, he goes, I've got something I need to tell you. I'm like, what? 
because when I married him, he said no kids. He goes, I want to have a baby. I love this, you guys. I love this, you two. So, like, so my daughter, so my like six degrees of separation. So my so my daughter um, hates everything that I like as far as music. So I'm trying to explain the yacht rock, right? So I told her, I said, so watch this. Let me back up. I'm yeah. Say. So what I do is, to, so I put on the the uh, ride like the wind. Ready? Oh, uh-huh. ready? Dance moves. Ready? Let's start. Ready? Right. Just like this, right? Just like, and she just she hates it, all. and so yeah. that, makes me, that makes me do it more, right? Yeah. Like because what good is a daughter, a seventeen-year-old daughter, unless you torture her? That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, because you know what? What the joke's on her? Because even if she talks about her annoying father, she's still talking about, about the yacht rock. And so the yacht that's rock. the and joke's on them. She's talking about her father, which later she'll go, God, I remember when my dad. Yes. Yes. You know, oh my god. Like, I my, All my that stuff that so loops fun. back around. You know, once you get older you start to look back in hindsight and you start to get that like, perspective. Oh, my dad loved music and that was so cool because she loves music and she loves I mean like she went and saw Billie Eilish before Billie Eilish was Billie Eilish. She went to observatory in observatory. We sent her there when she was only fifteen. And so, and then Billie Eilish blew up, you know? And she's like, now I'm trying to get her tickets at the forum, she and I, to go. And she's like, that really pisses me off. How much are the tickets, Mom? I'm like, 200 a pop. She's like, I saw her for $50. That was resale. And I was right here. And she literally, Billie looked at me and said, I love you. That is incredible, right? Because those intimate venues sometimes really, really do it. And, you know, and you Which is know. what's cool about this. That's another reason I wanted to do this. I knew this place was small. Oh my god. And oh close. yeah. Like yeah. how yeah. fun is this? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So you, you so the guys, are, you guys are, I need to check you guys we need are to keep kind of a hard ticket to get in Orange County. Yeah. So you got, oh, because you guys are very busy at other places you guys yeah. shot and stuff like that. So when this like, literally I was the first one down there at the door of my home. Well if we can oh if we god. can get the Viper room, we'll just get a hotel. Yeah. Yeah, you might as well. Yeah, you might as well. Sure. Tomorrow we have a, a concert in the park, which we're very excited about. All a- ages show, which then means you could, if your daughter's available, bring her out there. Yeah, yeah. Because you know what's so kick ass? What I love, what I love, and I'm always stating this to everybody, it's like, look, you don't have to pay for a babysitter. Well, I'm, she's 17, but yeah. it's like, you don't got to pay for a babysitter. You bring, I, I'm looking out there and I'm seeing like little six year olds like dancing, and I'm like, holy Just cow. The love of music. Oh my Just God. The love of music. And Where, then the parents get to really appreciate it. Uh, more Park, Arroyo, well, if you go to our website, yachtlycrew.com, it'll show down there, it'll lead you to it, and I think it's free. I think it's free. So it's out the day. Where is it? And maybe it's like seven. I don't know. Don't ask me. But I would say go to the website. You guys are all over you, the you, place. You guys just yeah. some kick-ass agent too, yeah? Yeah, we got. Oh, this is so funny. We got Jim Lenz from TKO. Then we got Andy Gould from Spectacle Entertainment. Lens and Spectacle. Talk about synchronicities in the universe. Lens and Spectacle. That's awesome. As soon as I noticed that, I'm like, guys, check this, this out. We wear important. lenses, we wear spectacles. So and now we got lenses. Out of a normal month, you're working, what, you guys are 15, working a ton. 15 shows? At least, at least twice a month. And then we're surprised by some private shows, which it might be yeah. four days in a row. Well, I was looking for you guys over Veterans Day because my one of my dearest, oldest friends is coming in from Minnesota. We were praying that and you guys I was were praying, And I oh. couldn't find you guys. So we did find something... Tijuana Dogs, I think is playing somewhere, but we're thinking, okay, maybe something will come up because we were looking oh. for you guys. I, t- I was talking to, about you to my girlfriend, and Thank she's coming, to, and she's a veteran, and it's her weekend, right? So that I would love be her. So kick-ass. So I'm like, I want to so bring you to them, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. And she's oh like, my I don't God. care. Like, well, I'd love to believe that our new guys that are that are on our side. So we had a great meeting with them the other night. Did you see on our Instagram or any of that craziness in the social networks? I saw that you had a new meeting uh, with your agent. So we, yeah, so we had a meeting with the Andy Gould from Spectacle, yeah. Spectacle yeah. Entertainment. And uh, we were talking about, oh my God, how fun would that be? Is if, you know, we're, at this point we've seen so many crazy things that have happened that now, and I've always been there. I've always been there. And they'd be like, well, you know, and they try to dumb it down. Like, well, let's not get excited. And I'm like, look, I'm just, I'm not trying to sell you on the idea. I'm predicting the future. I'm telling you this is already happening in the future. Right. So as we see, like last night at Viper Room. Um, okay, so Baba Booey, Baba Booey plays bass. He's a huge Howard Stern fan. 
and there's that guy, Baba Booey, on there. Baba right, Booey was watching. at the Viper Room last night. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Who he named himself after. He was in the crowd. I mean, if you look at the stats, you roll the dice on that, and you no. go, okay, what are the, no. what's the lottery, you know, one billion to trillion or whatever. Oh, my gosh. So the fact that he, that, that happened was, like, just beautiful. So it's like, ideally, these are, like, going into their brains where they're going, okay, a lot of like very cosmic stuff is happening to us that we need to pay attention to. So at this point, let's just keep dreaming huge. So it was beautiful with Andy Gould from Spectrum Entertainment. He goes, I like it, you know, maybe someday we'll play in the Hollywood Bowl. I said, yes, Andy, of course we'll play in the Hollywood Bowl. And Carnegie Hall. You know, it's like, why not? It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Playing the Viper Room is just as possible as Carnegie Hall. So, why not? So, because your demographic is so huge right now. So, so Yeah, all ages. It's crazy. So, so we're, we're in, our, in our early 50s, but all that music it just hits. It just oh, hits. so many memories. So many memories. Right? Yeah, for sure. So you're the keyboard player? Yeah, and then sometimes guitar. So I'm not sure if I play guitar at night or not. Sometimes we get that that, that, uh, set list last minute. So it's always a fun surprise. Yeah. ready to rally. Yeah, and then sometimes he's like, he gives us a little sign like, okay, we're going to pass up that song. Just go to the next song. Nice. We're going to hit Pablo Cruz. I'm going to plant that seed in their brain. I will plant that seed in their brain. If you want to see this guy go ape shit, that's the song. And what's your name Stony Shores, baby. Stony Shores. <laughs> I'm Sherry Ramsey. Sherry I'm Ramsey, so, I love it. I'd love to Ken. meet you. Ken, I love it. I'm a high school teacher, so it's so nice to just get a relaxation right, so night and let you guys good. take me away. We, we live literally around the corner. Yeah, we do. That's what was so great over? about this. No, we Uber. It's a little, it's like a mile and a half. I ain't walking home a mile and a half, Buzz. But the fact you live so close is just so cool. Yeah. Unexpected. Yeah. Great. Did you meant to be? So you found out about this and then got the tickets? Yeah. So, so he was he was stalking you after. Um, I love it. After uh, after we went yeah. to Coach, Coach House, House, I just yeah. was hounding him. You know. Thank like, you. Wives hound. So I'm like, perfect. I work. You gotta figure out where I mean, these two guys are such are. high vibrating creatures. You know, it's it's so good. You must have so much fun sharing your stories with each other. Like, oh, honey, this is... We're either like this or we're like this because we are so... I'm I'm a relatively low-vibrating creature. She's very high-vibrating. But you pre- but you appreciate the synchronicities on it. Oh, totally. That to me is the language of just the pure source, you know. So it's like the more the more we dive into that, and then you, and then you share those stories with each other, and you go, oh my god, honey, this was this crazy idea that popped in my brain, and this was the synchronicity involved, and and then all of a sudden you go, what? I came across that same kind of revelation, and now there's another synchronicity that was born out of it that was never anticipated. Had you not shared that with me, or had you not shared that with me? Oh, I love that stuff. I mean, this whole interaction. Like you said, her thing was, I didn't even, this was a thing. Buckle up, this is a thing. Buckle up. You're going to love it. I'm like, like, this is a thing, and I want to be an Oh, my God, I love it. Because that's the thing, is that we want to have this experience with everyone. And we want to bring the amphitheater... Concert vibe, to, no matter how big the stage or small, because it just, yeah. it just. I love it. Like, he's got so many lights up there, and it's just so. Good. Oh. Oh oh oh. Oh downstairs. So I go downstairs. Oh get it. And then I didn't see you. I'm sorry. Oh oh that's okay. So I tell her downstairs. Yes, Diane. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. But there, it's in a refrigerator downstairs? She's, she knows where salad's Oh, gotcha. Okay, thank you. Thank Take you. care. We we'll can't wait to watch Pleasure talking. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, that was so crazy. That was so crazy to, have, to meet these folks. Wow, you heard it. You heard it here, folks. You heard it. You heard it. Man, that's, that's incredible. Listen, I don't have much time, but... Do you feel like you're going out of your gourd? Are you, do you have the cabin fever? Have you run out of Netflix to watch? If, has the thought occurred, hey, you know what? I can make funny stuff. I've been watching TikTok. I've been watching all the social networks and seeing what kind of creativity is coming out. I could create that. Hey, you know what? I wish they made a podcast about this. Well, you know what? You can make your own podcast. Go to anchor.fm. Go to it, please, right now. Make your own podcast. It's the lazy person's way to make stuff. You can make little segments. Uh, you can put music on there, found sounds, babies laughing, neighbors throwing frisbees, 
uh, uh, your friends playing guitar. Ah, it's so good. Anchor.fm. Please get this and find me. Inspirato Projecto. Let's be friends. Okay? Anchor.fm. Time is now 12 o'clock p.m. Today is October 7th, Monday. Monday. I'm heading up to to my uh, K-Chong radio show. Today is 1 o'clock to 2 p.m. Which is a perfect time for anybody who has a lunch break during that time to tune in. You know, some folks, uh, they, they have issues with Monday. They just don't like Monday. So, I made sure that this radio show appears on Monday for those who hate Monday from 1 o'clock to 2 p.m. because I figure, oh, okay, that's, you know, that's a lunch break right there. And anyone who happens to hate Monday can just tune in to information that they're not used to hearing. So, uh, I believe Nicholas is back, going to be our station manager today. Man, I got to tell you, I'm obsessed with the TV show. Wait, hold on, I got to find it here. Uh, it's called La Casa, La Casa de Papa. And in America, it's called Money Heist. It's on Netflix. And it's in Spanish. However, you can, you know, you could all, you've got all kinds of options. You can look at subtitles in all kinds of different languages and whatnot. You can even switch it so you hear English uh, voices over it. And it doesn't lose a thing. It's, it's really good. The voice acting is phenomenal. The voice acting is phenomenal. All the little nuances, man. It's just great. So... What first got me interested in it was, of course, I was on that app Wish, and I saw that they had these Salvador Dali masks, and that intrigued me because Salvador Dali is my my favorite painter. In fact, he's the very first painter I ever heard of growing up. My cousins, my cousins were the ones who got me interested in, in Salvador Dali, and so since it, since an early age, I suppose one could say that I've been a surrealist, and. Once I saw that they were selling these Salvador Dali masks on Wish, I immediately ordered seven of them, not realizing, not realizing that there are seven, uh, seven people who are involved with the heist. And I don't want to give anything away. I would say check it out. I cannot believe that they got all these seasons. They got, they got, they're up to three, I think, right now. And hopefully they'll be cranking out more. So I saw that mask and then, I, and, and then that, on that same page, there was a t-shirt that said Bella Chow on it and it had, it had that mask, you know, on it. And I was like, okay, let me order this shirt. I might not know what it is, but let me get it. And then I was waiting in the mail for the for the mask and the t-shirt masks and the t-shirt to arrive. Uh, that's when Kapow was going on, 13th through the 19th, and it was interesting because during that time, and you can you, you know what you can actually hear. I have um, I think three episodes, maybe four, three or maybe four episodes of about an hour each that were taken at the Kapow Intergalactic Film Festival with interviews that I had with these people. And in that first episode, you can even listen to it. It's on Spotify, Anchor, all, the, all those places you can hear it. And uh, which is however you're listening to this right now. And in that episode, in that first episode, I have an interview with these two, two girls, the co-organizers, like the only co-organizers of this festival called Not Film Festival. And it takes place in Italy. So 
so it was their third year. They're telling me that it was their third year. It's very successful. People love going out there. And the reason why they were out at our film festival was because they were there to see this movie called Last Call, which which uh, played out there. And they, they love this movie. And the cool thing about Last Call is that it's a split screen. I think I might have mentioned this. It's a split screen movie, so it's all in one take. The whole movie's in one take. The entire movie... Uh, in addition to that, it's split screen, so there are two things happening simultaneously. All at once. And they were so excited to come out and meet the actors, because some of the actors were not able to make it out to the Not Film Festival, however the director was. The producer. So... It's just really cool to be able to talk to these girls about their film festival. Because once I started, uh, after I started Kapow, I, I really didn't, you know, I hadn't talked to any other co-organizers, so it was pretty cool to talk shop about that kind of thing. And we joked about the idea of having a support group where we all, <laughs> where we all get together and uh, all these film festival co-organizers get together and talk about stuff. So. I, what was it? I brought up to them Bella Chow. Because Bella Chow is the name of a song that's that's uh, played in this TV show, uh, Money Heist. And so, I, what was it? Somehow, I think I brought it up to him because uh, I found out it was a TV show because on Wish, and I was looking up the mask, and then I saw the T-shirt, and the T-shirt said Bella Chow on it, so then I, I went online, and I'm like, okay, what is this all about, except for Dolly Mask, Bella Chow, and then that led me to YouTube, and then I, then I, I saw, oh, wow, that's okay, gas because these, these uh, people, are, people are doing the money heist, they're all wearing several Dolly masks with red jumpsuits. And, which is great because it's reminiscent of the anonymous stuff and it's also reminiscent of the Mr. Robot stuff. So it's just so cool, so cool. So I started talking with these ladies about it and they absolutely loved the show. They couldn't say enough great stuff. And so then finally, once I got the t-shirt mail, once I got the masks in the mail, I... I... Then finally went on to Netflix and said, okay, what's this all about? And man, I became immediately hooked to this show. I can't stop thinking about it. When I'm out and about, I want to just be home watching it. It's really, really cool. It's really, 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 really cool. For anyone who loves, um, like, the mastermind kind of stuff. Because uh, the guy who puts the whole thing together is kind of like a chess player. So he's always, you know, who knows how many moves ahead of, of the cops. And just when you think they've gotten bailed out of something, all of a sudden another thing happens, another stuck back, stuck back in it. So it's cool, you know, it's a, it's a roller coaster. Just takes you all over, corkscrews up and down, all kinds of stuff. So I really would like to see this thing go for many, 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 many seasons. Because it's supposed to, basically, there's a 12-day span. So, that's the whole idea, is that they, they, you know, they, they plan on making the heights for 12 days. Uh, what's crazy is, you know, they'll put the date on, or the uh, time and the dates and whatnot, let's say, like, 52 hours into the heist, 60 hours into the heist. So basically, as you're watching all this stuff, you're thinking it's taking place over the span of who knows how many days. But really, it's it's happened in such a short amount of time. It's crazy. It's interesting how you can mess with time like that, especially when you think about that idea of time as being relative. So you can't... So you can have a character that's experiencing time in a different fashion, in a much different way than other characters would. So you can really play with that idea. And then on top of that, there's the there's the 
there's the time frame that the audience themselves is experiencing. So it's a, it's this really interesting loop-de-loop kind of thing. For Twin Peaks Season 3, there's a lot of that stuff going on. And they would lead you to believe that this particular scene happened the day after this or that happened the day after that. But really, sometimes the scene would happen, even if it was three episodes later, and it basically... You know, there'd be a scene and you go, oh, okay, this happened, but, you know, hours after that particular episode or whatever. So it's just, just and so intriguing, so, so intriguing how you can mess with time like that, mess with the brains of the audiences. It's always a blast to see, it's always a blast to see that, that those kind of shenanigans unfold. Please stand, please stand clear. The doors are closing. I am very happy to be back in the studio. Um, I need to bring the uh, K-Chung microphones that we used for Kapow during the interviews. During the interviews. Um, Welcome aboard the Metro Red Line. This train's Which was really, you know, really cool that they let us borrow that. The original idea, of course, was to stream live. Yeah, that was cool. In fact, you could see those interviews that we had on Facebook. Was happening on Facebook, which was great. What I'd like to do is re-download those. Um, those videos from the Kapow page, because what happened was those first or that first day, the camera was actually um, not in. No, it was in portrait mode instead of landscape mode. So. The way that that showed up on the screen was a sideways kind of thing, somehow. Um, so, what I like to do is just download that, re-upload that to the, the Kapow YouTube channel, and allow people to to really, really check that out. Um, what else? Oh yeah. So okay. So yeah. Like as previously stated, there are probably about. I think three more Kabao episodes coming out. I still have lots of um, great interview material that I had um, with Blythe Baines that I still need to release. I've still got great material that um, I need to release from the 311 crews and great material that I still need to release from uh, Spencer McCall. So just remind me of that. There's just some great stuff there that needs to be released and heard. Um, there's also an interview that I conducted with Nicole Alicia Xavier on Venice Beach that uh, I guess none of you will ever hear. It was an hour long. And... Uh, she just said it was too windy, but man, I love the ambiance. I gotta tell you, there's something about it, you know? There's something charming about it. You got the ambiance, you got the wind blowing, you got the people talking, you got the birds squawking, you got the bicycles squeaking, you got the skateboarders, you know, clickety-clacking. There's something to that. There's something to that. There's a charm. And once that's dialed into and it's understood what's going on there, wow. It could be dynamite, you know? So, if you want to be a part, if you want to be, whoa, look at that, we're about to get off here. Um, if you want to be a part of the podcast and or the radio show, please, please uh, send me an email, inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com. Send me an email there. You can also call me. Call, leave a message, voicemail, 
562, or no, 561, here we go, 561-203-9179-er, 561-203-9179-er, that's the official theme song for the, uh, for the hotline. All right, that's all for now, we'll talk to you later, bye. Thank you, by the way, Richard Wilson and the Mad Shelley production team for that extraordinary intro to the show. Uh, also, what you heard um, at the at the top there was some interviews with what Yachtly Crew likes to call croupies. So uh, we had a private gig out in Huntington Beach <clears throat> a few days ago for the uh, wildlife we had a um, charity out there. I interviewed some of these folks who had seen out the crew. Uh, also, what you're going to hear here is Spencer McCall just uh, inspired me because I talked about it in that last segment there. Uh, it inspired me to put a, put a piece of the um, <clears throat> Spencer McCall interview that I did with him. And so I thought I'd throw that in there for you. And uh, after this, then I'll answer man the behind man behind the machines question about us being in a simulator. I grew up Jewish. I hated uh, going to temple, and I kind of abandoned. Um, I, I kind of I, I had a misplaced moment where, um, and this was in college, and I think this is true for a lot of people, where I I misplaced uh, the hatred I had for the organization with the the not spirit spirituality or, or theology of it but with um some of the rituals that went along with it mm. so it's like just because just because like i don't like going to church doesn't mean i can't enjoy christmas mm. or whatever mm -hmm. or easter you know right. and but but for a little while, and I think this is true with a lot of people who like fall out of um, the congregation that they grew up in, other because they they leave home or whatever, they have to lump a lot of that stuff in with it. Um, whether that means like I don't, I no longer believe in any kind of higher power or anything like that. Um, oh, is it still, still recording? Right, yeah. Um, yeah. So like, I don't know. I think I think for for some people when they when they leave their congregation they abandon like any form of spirituality and they also abandon a lot of the ritual that went along with it for instance um maybe because I, I married somebody who's not jewish but like i can't remember the last time i celebrated hanukkah you know and stuff like that so anyway it creates like a little bit of a vacuum that all of a sudden when you find this thing that says okay you don't need to believe in what you believed before you don't even need to believe in a higher power but you need to but you get this set of like rituals and this congregation it fills this weird like hole in humanity where i mean we're all just these lonely weirdos like roaming around individually so if we can figure out a way to to congregate and have a set of practices that we all play an important role in i think that fills a fills a void for some some people and i think too the, the the pleasure and the excitement that comes with that community aspect the connection with others you know singing along with each other putting our arms around each other holding their hands this 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 idea that you're you're sort of this one organism that's that's playing together working together and it's interesting when when that that's that's the element that is like the truest element in in those religions yeah it's the other strange icky stuff that might be you know, con you know that's built around that stuff. Yeah, it's like uh, I like I love this aspect, but uh, we can do without that stuff. You know, <laughs> and it sounds to me like with the Latitude Society, it was almost like, like just from what I saw on the trailer, it seems like it, you were attempting to build a playful, utopian, um, you know, safe area to do creative stuff. Well, that's interesting that you talk about like you use the word safe. Um, and I'll, I'll get to that in one second. But one one other just quick note is like somebody in in the the film and during an interview said something that I hadn't put the words to it uh, until after I spoke with her but we all say like I'm spiritual and not religious her thing is I'm religious I'm not spiritual you know I love I like the wafer I like the red wine I like the rosary beads or whatever mm -hmm. um, and I thought that that was pretty cool but 
the latitude was kind of interesting because we, we talk a lot about safe, safe spaces in society, and I'm not even entirely clear what that term means because for some people, I think maybe like on the, on the right or whatever, a safe space would be where they can say not PC things or whatever, and then maybe on the left, a safe space is where everybody's allowed to be, uh, you know, uh, proud of, of who they are and not be shamed in any way or something like that. You can say like, yes, I, I, I have had an abortion and, and you know, the safe space is that you won't be judged for that or something like that. Um, the latitude, though, was almost intentionally not a safe space. Oh, <laughs> it was almost intentionally a place to like jimmy you out of your comfort zone. Oh, gotcha. And, and mess with you and and if you survive that process, you're good. You know, you're you're in. You're one of us. Uh, for a so lot you're of sort of challenging their realities with things that were happening out there. Yeah, opposed to a space where you're comfy and, co- and cozy the whole okay, time. Okay, I love it. That I love it. Kind of That's the idea. great. But then once you get through that that turbulent, um, as we'd say, flux state, uh, then who are you and where are you and who are these people and yeah. Um, so it was it was a very strange ordeal. What was the core? Uh, how long did that? How long did that? When did that start? And then, like, how long was the whole? Yeah, that whole thing. Um, so it, Jejun closed in. I think it was April of 2011, and then it was in 2013 that the latitude sprang up as a pay it forward kind of thing. So you couldn't pay to join you would just be gifted a card and told to like, you know, go do this thing. And oh, then- cool. Hello, sir, may I have some more coffee when you get the opportunity? Thanks. And then afterwards, if you enjoyed the experience, it was sort of like a exit through the gift shop thing where if you want to pay this forward, this experience forward, then you can buy a card. Oh, that cool. That, yeah, but that business model wasn't. Oh, it wasn't ultimate. working too well? Oh boy. No, so when they tried to create like a membership, like a tithing kind of, thing uh all help broke loose and i'll just leave it at that right right with the film but um it went i think yeah it opened sometime in early 2013 thank you not early 2013 say like Like the the location itself or you talk about the idea it's the location oh the location yeah the doors opened in i think the spring or summer of 2013 did you you build those houses were those pre-existing little huts i helped build those houses yeah (laughs) yeah Whoa, uh, man! With a really, yeah, help build those you houses. You basically built your own little village. Yeah, I mean, yeah. where the heck? Where do you know? I, I, is this village still a, yeah. like? Uh, it's in Mendocino. Really? Yeah. It's is on it the is it visitable? I mean, is it is it like? Because you said it closed, but like, it is this closed, still a? But now I think um, I think they may be open for like Airbnbs in the future. Uh, probably not the too distant future. Oh my actually. god! I would love to visit that place just to look around. Have you been to, to Mendoc- Mendocino? Or no, I never there? have. Oh, it's, mm-hmm. it's a pretty magical place. It's it's like being in some fairy tale. Like whoa, land. man! Oh, um, yeah, I, I, so I helped build the video installations and did some of the performance stuff, and then helped. did someone just have this land and they're like, "We want you to build this uh, thing here," or basically, yeah, incredible, yeah, yeah, um, it's incredible. It, yeah, I'll, I'll send you a link. Uh, I'd love to know what you think. Yeah, yeah. How many little? I, 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 it's little, like six, six little huts, yeah. so six little. And then there's like a uh, what you don't see much of is there's like a bunkhouse uh, also. Is that like the main like, like temple area? Sort or something? of. Yeah, or, there's oh. a few houses that are. I mean, it is perfectly set up location to be a cult compound. You know, um, the difference was after. You know, and every summer they would have these. You you do all of the experiences like in the city all throughout the year and then if you were worthy essentially you were invited up to these retreats in Mendocino where you know they were just like batshit crazy astounding so were a lot of those folks members of Jijun they sort of migrated over into this thing you know what not as much not really there were some but there there was a big difference a lot of there was a humongous difference actually a lot of the Jijun people were like when they went into the latitude it was like nope no, this isn't for me. And the difference there, I think, was, it was there were a few things to it, but I think it came down to tone. Shijun mm. was um, a- absurd and silly and kind of funny. And it seemed like a choose-your-own-adventure quest yeah. just mm-hmm. out there for people to... Yeah, and it was, it was always a little tongue-in-cheek. Um, there was always, like, little 
jokes and, and it was meant to be, there were definitely somber moments and really like powerful touching moments, but the latitude was supposed to be like, like, oh, like this really um, kind of somber, creepy, like there could have been a vampire there or something. Right. It's just like tonally and thematically, they're, they're very different, even if you want to say that they both did X for people and, mm. and pushing them out of comfort zones or whatever. Were people but, actually living there or was it just like over a weekend? Was It It was how- over a week. So the retreats would happen over a weekend. So oh. people would show up Friday and then they would like either leave Sunday night or Monday. And sometimes they were like on long weekends. So they'd be like four days or something. Or I think, actually, I think you'd arrive like on third. When I did it, I went to a couple. I'd arrive Thursday, and then, you know, yeah, I gotta just show you the, the thing. I'll send you the link. Um, so, was there someone always living on cam- on campus, so to speak, who like was sort of the groundskeeper, or, and then did you do it every weekend? Did you do it once a month? I mean, how often was that stuff? Uh, they were done once, really, just once a year. Oh, oh. Um, there was kind of like some New Year's Eve stuff that happened, but there was a groundskeeper, and then. Massey Burke, who's a really amazing um, uh, architect of, I mean, architect of like natural materials, I guess. So like they're all built with this weird sod and, and stuff, and and that's it. They all had like power running through them and stuff like wow. that. Wow! So oh, cool! Yeah. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I'll try to I'll try to be quiet with that. Thank you. Oh, heck, even if even if you're not, that adds to the whole charm of this whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, but there was a groundskeeper, and then Massey lived up there for like a year, maybe two years, or something like that. And who's Massey? Was Massey he one of the guys was, who helped create it? Uh, Massey, she was one oh, of the um, the architects of like the huts themselves. So we'd go up oh, and wow. help build them. But she's like the design, the one oh, who like designed. Oh, she's the one who. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, wow, that must have been fun to to see that kind of imagination come into reality, you know, where you design the idea of this hut and then, whoa, there it is, these things are livable. People are, here they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It won't do much for your listeners, but um, afterwards I'll show you, um, I'll show you some of like the, the photos of that, wow. that period and some of the retreats, but. Wow. Um, yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy. So you're just figuring out what now to do with the, the, uh, the was it Bright Axiom? Bright Axiom, yeah. And, yeah, we're kind of just figuring out what to do next oh, with it. Um, and this was kind of true with the Institute, too. Like, we had finished it in April, and then I think everybody just kind of goes on vacation in the summer, and then in the fall, like, festivals kind of pick up. Hey, Inspirado, this is Man Behind the Machine. What are your thoughts about simulations and artificial intelligence? Have you played a simulation, such as a game, recently that mimicked something in real life, such as SimCity? or Heroes of Might and Magic, or some kind of role-playing game on a phone? And what are your thoughts about this being a simulation within a simulation of a multi-universe? So I'm on my way up to see Joker. I've been uh, excited about seeing this. We have perfect synchronicity right there, baby, right there. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You too. Uh, so I've just been following the progress of this uh, for, I guess, the past year or so. Isn't that crazy when you think about how fast movies come out now? <coughs> In this day and age, with all the uh, technology that we got, you can make a movie within, you know, you shoot a movie within a month, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, you got your <coughs> you got your top editors on there putting it together. Uh, they got these guys called DITs these days. I'm not certain what that stands for. But they, uh, the DITs kind of, while they're on set, you upload scenes to them along with the audio. And then they're basically kind of doing a, uh, a rough cut of this thing while, while you're on set. So you're kind of maximizing the efficiency of what you're doing. And uh, it's a beautiful thing. So... I might go up to see Joker. Now, this is my response to Man Behind the Machine about living in a simulator. Uh, there was a time, a long time ago, that I had played Sims. I think it was called Sims. I know there's Sim City, which is like you build, you build, uh, uh, well, you build cities. And then there's Sims, where you 
kind of take these people through their daily lives. You got them cleaning the toilets, going to the uh, going to the work, uh, going to their jobs, uh, hosting parties, uh, taking showers, uh, eating, buying food. So there's there's a lot of plates to spin, and I think something like that could definitely be used as a good tool to teach kids how to be. Uh, it's a really good learning tool uh, to teach kids how to what to do when they grow up, what things you got to think about, and how much time in the day you got. So, you know, if your person doesn't have much of a social life, there you see that their um, morale kind of starts to go down, and uh, as you work and as you make money, that it shows you, you know, when you buy food and all that kind of stuff, you buy accoutrements throughout your house that, you know, shows, okay, well, it cost X amount of dollars, cost this, cost that. So it's a really interesting, interesting thing. Now, when I was playing it, what was it, what was crazy was I was spending more time playing Sims and getting Hi, little puppy. I was playing Sims, trying to get these people's life lives in order. And I was looking around, and I I wasn't cleaning my own house. I wasn't taking care of my own business. So that's the interesting aspect of that. Uh, there was this... I wish I could actually reference the exact interview that I saw... There's a sort of a panel discussion. It had, uh, what's his name? Degrassi, Tyson, and a few other intellectuals were having a conversation. And one of the guys there said that they discovered everything that our theories are based on, everything that our mathematics that we use to describe science, uh, um, planetary systems, you know, all, all this stuff, all the stuff that they agree on, where they go, oh, this planet's billions of light years away, all that jazz. Uh, basically, they discovered that the root of all of it, you go deep and deep and deep, and at the root of it all, all of that stuff is composed of zeros and ones, which means we are composed of zeros and ones, which which is really quite an interesting thing when you think about that. Because what else do you think of when you think of zeros and ones? You think of you know computers and whatnot. Computer, hey, computers, you know, you got zeros and ones. So if comp- if computers are programmed together with zeros and ones to make the language that they're making and we are composed of zeros and ones what that means is that we're all in a big program and then the you know the ultimate sort of takeaway that they were thinking about was that they were talking about was the fact that you know what it's possible that we are in a simulator so of course um limited human brains are trying to think well there's no way that they could hold all that data what kind of computer is going to hold all that data well an extraterrestrial computer folks an extraterrestrial computer just as all of those little people in the Sims video game, and it's funny because I had frequently thought about this before I even saw that panel discussion with the intellects. I had thought about this, okay. So imagine video games. Um, all these little people are programmed to feel particular things, they're programmed to act a certain way. They, you know. They're, they're, they're programmed to say little things. They're programmed to do stuff. And what's interesting is... they Who's to say that they don't feel pain? When, let's say, one of those, those games where, you know, you shoot, shoot them up. Shoot them up. Bang, bang. Uh, who's to say that... Um, Okay. Uh, Who's to say that they don't feel that stuff? Who's to say that they don't encounter 
pain uh, in those situations. So, so if you take that analogy. They are to us, you know, within this program, what we are to something else that's putting us together. So they think that they're real. All these little people, they're walking around. They think they're real. They think that this is their life. This is what's going on. They probably think that they're material or whatever their definition is of that. Physical. Whatever their definition is of that. And then the same thing for us. So it's really quite an interesting thing when you think about it. When you really uh, play around with that idea. It's really quite intriguing. So, I do believe we're in a simulator, and we can program ourselves. We can program what's going on. I've, I've, I've made programs basically to have babies stop crying while I was on a subway. I used a technique called EFT, emotional freedom technique. If you look that up on YouTube, you'll see all kinds of stuff. EFT, F for Frank, T for Triceratops. So, I use that to um, sort of dial in a program of sorts to, to get babies to stop crying on subways. It was all mental. So, if that's the case, what else is possible, you know? I mean, I recently went to the doctor because I was coughing up a storm. <laughs> and uh, why couldn't I simply program the virus out of me, so to speak. You know, it's one thing that you, you'd think for sure, for sure you'd be able to use those powers. I mean, when you think about the monks who were up there in the Appalachian, or the, uh, yeah, is it the Appalachian Mountains? And uh, they're up there, and they're just, you know, they're in sort of like a cloth thing, and it's snowing up there, and they, and they, uh, sit down in the snow, they meditate, and next thing you know, there's this whole circle around them of just dryness. They've been able to just concentrate, meditate so much that all of a sudden, everything around them is dry. That's crazy. I mean, it's like those videos you see where these people are able to hammer nails into their arms and stuff, and they don't bleed. And so, yeah, I think we're in a simulator of sorts. And I'm very curious to see what I can do more I need to start meditating uh, what I can do more to to help that along so we'll talk more later actually you know what I think this is the end of the podcast so thank you for listening to Inspirato Projecto